Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio.
Oh, oh there you go. Huh? He's back. He's back. He's back. That's oh. the way to kick off your Saturday morning. Oh, uh, diddly do. A little what bit of yoga. Oh, my God. They're deadly. Brilliant. Little north of Ireland. Fantastic. Brilliant music stuff. there. You had the heels hopping across Ontario yeah. there. Kenny. The Homestead right Hero. Out. That's what that one is called there now. The Homestead Hero. Yeah. Yeah. That'd so. be you and I, right? That's for all our uh, traditional listeners. Yeah, brilliant. Right out of the gates, you got to go in Right there. off, yeah, off yeah. the top of the show. Welcome back, Kenny. Welcome nice. back. Good to be back. Good to see you. Yeah. You're looking great. I know, I know. I you can't turn. had a good sleep last night. can't turn this off. Huh? Did yeah. have a lovely sleep last night. Good, good. Yeah, lovely Glad sleep. I, I did a bit, too. A bit worried about um, the, 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 the National Football League starts. Yeah, it's lots of uh, excitement around the country, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, to be everyone's yeah. team. Your lads are facing down. Yeah, up down, up down. Huh? Yeah, I would take care of them now. I'd say. Would you? I, you know, as I, 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 you've heard me many times say on the show that the boys from the north are a little bit soft. You know. Oh gosh. Yeah. Our listeners now, there'll be a few lads. Be a few, yeah, be a few, but you know, they all know. Comment. They all know. Okay. Well, we'll uh, see yeah. what happens no, I'll play, there. Um, play, uh, but uh, I mean, Division One. I'll tell you, there's a few crackers going on. Mayo and Roscommon later on today. Yeah. Now we'll see what uh, see what Mayo have out of the gates. Yeah. Monaghan and Dublin. Uh, Monaghan, one of the few teams to actually take down the Dubs in recent years. Kerry and Tyrone, and then Galway, and Calvin. Yeah, that should be good. Yeah, it should be good indeed. Yeah. Oh, what's very interesting is that at some stage this year, Sligo will be playing Leash. Yeah, that, was, that happened happen. a couple of years ago as well, I remember. You it didn't did, talk yeah. to me for a week or something like that. It was a draw, like I think. It might have been. That's <laughs> what we call it anyway. That, well, we got relegated, I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was silence on the other end of the line, mm. that's for sure. A bit of hurling going on too, Tip and Clear. Yeah, you reckon a classic. That? Oh, classic. yeah. Clare, Clare take her business. Yeah. Tip are still on the rebuild, I think. Right, And yeah, Clare, okay. um, Clare, to me now, would, could go the whole way this year. Right, they're okay. solid. It's a big statement solid. out of the gates. It for is, you. yeah, yeah. No, Dublin and Carlo, Antrim and Kerry. I love this one. Warwick, sh- Warwick, Shire, Shire. Imagine <laughs> that. I can't even say it. <laughs> it's easy for you to say. And Lancashire and Tyrone, for God's sakes. Lancashire and Tyrone, and who yeah. are Warwickshire playing? Uh, Wicklow. Wicklow. Yeah, we're not shouting. We're not shouting road trip on that one. I don't think so. No. Yeah. All right. Good. Um, our um, our golfers are faring quite well. Um, yeah, big indeed, congrats yeah. to Shane Lowry on the big victory last week, of course. Brilliant, but um, I don't think he's going to go back to back. No, struggled no. a wee bit in Dubai. Now yesterday's round didn't get off to a great. He had four bogeys and a birdie, and then he came strong in the last three holes. Yeah, he had two birdies and an eagle. The hokey to try four and salvage under. something. It's like yourself the finishing the round of golf. You like me, all right, yeah. Mm. Come strong, keep the head in it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But he's seven shots back of one of your favorite golfers. Yes, the American Bryson lad. DeChambeau. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like him a lot for yeah. a lot of reasons, Kenny. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed, indeed. Yeah. So right. and Rory is doing great. He had a great round yesterday. Great round yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But he's uh, uh, he's about seven or eight back now. He so is. Yeah. Oh, Justin Rose two, has two put rounds together row, though. Yeah. a couple of good rounds. So well, hopefully, Tory Pines. I played that course out there, Kenny, with my cousin Johnny O'Brien. Yeah, who lives out there. You? And um, I think I played one. I don't know which course I played, but I definitely played one of them. Okay. I was there. Good man. Didn't like it at all, to be honest. No? no that means you overrated. didn't You didn't shoot well then. No, I didn't. <laughs> did <laughs> you lose a few balls, did you? I put a few into the ocean ah, now, yeah. to be honest. Or down into the beach anyway. Yes. To get into the ocean, you have to really hook it or, or slice it. Which you're probably you capable of doing. I've noticed it once in a while. No trying to pull that draw out <laughs> and see what happens to it, right? Yeah. I've seen it. I've see, witnessed it. I have the brother here in the studio. We do indeed, yeah. yeah the leech, looking I well. call him. Huh? The, the leech, leech. Oh, he's in there. Can't keep food in the fridge at Eating home. Eating the food at home, is he? Oh, yeah. everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. all around him. 
Once again, he's staying quiet, though. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Not a peep. He won't yeah. be putting in any requests for the mammy or anything like that, no? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't think the mammy's tuned in today. We were oh, giving her a she- bit of abuse on the... Viber last night now. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'd say she won't talk to us for at least oh a month. Oh, God, you can't be doing that. Yeah. That's not right yeah. at all. And uh, Leinster uh, escaped one yesterday in the rugby. Yeah. I watched that match. By the hair of their chinny-chin-chin. Yeah, chin. no, yeah. It, was a ver- it was a cracking game, actually. And uh, 22-17 over the Scarlets. Did you watch that? I did watch it. Mm. I had that going, and I had the FA Cup game between Arsenal and Man United oh, yeah, going at yeah. the same time. How difficult is it right now to it's be really around Roser? It's not good. He started out by singing, I'm a Man United man, oh, when, yeah. I, when I rang him last night. So you haven't heard that tune for like oh a year. God, I know. Two so years. And I'm getting texts from all these Man United fans. Oh, they're out of the yeah, they're Oh, they're all the coming woodwork. out of the woodwork, yeah. saying how great they are now. Yeah. And it's, it's awful. It's terrible. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So that was that. And Ulster. Oh, my goodness me. Yeah. Talk about getting lucky. They're in up there in Belfast and uh, they ended up tying it yeah. on a penalty try yeah. the last play of the game 17-7 again no they didn't deserve it no 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 no. the okay. coach was mad he said it It still felt like a loss mm. and uh, right. yeah against Treviso for goodness sakes oh and uh, Munster are playing today yeah the Newport the Dragons <coughs> and Connacht play the Cardiff Blues and Connacht have a chance to go up into third place if they, uh, if mm. they win that one so right. that'll be, uh, that could be good keep an eye on any of those ones alright right good and uh, Six Nations kicks off next week yes Ireland versus England oh boy it yeah. does not get more mouth watering than that and uh, I agree <coughs> got a nice note there from Michael he's showing them all Galway Arms is the place to be now for the for the old Six Nations, Kenny. Exactly. Galway Arms, they're showing all the games, as you say, starting uh, next week with the Ireland-England game. Yeah. Uh, Friday night it starts. Friday is France France and and Wales. Wales. That's a good game. Be a cracker. (coughs) Exactly. Okay. All right. What kind of stuff have you got lined up for us here? I've got a bit of old, a bit of new. Yeah. A bit of Listeners are delighted to have you back. You know? know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this is one for the country fans out there. Oh. Wished. Write this down. I never saw the end in sight Fools are kind of blind Thought everything was going all right But I was running out of time Cause you had one foot out the door I swear I didn't see But if you really go in a way Here's some final words from me Baby, write this down Take a little note To remind you in case you didn't know Tell yourself I love you and I don't want you to go Write this down to say, write this down. I'll sign it at the bottom of the page. I'll swear it under oath. 
Cause every single word is true And I think you need to know So use it as a bookmark Stick it on your refrigerator door Hang it in a picture frame Up above the mantel where you'll see it for sure Baby, write this down Take a little note To remind you in case you didn't know Tell yourself I love you and I don't want you to go Write this down I can find a stone Folks will be reading these words Long after we're gone Baby, write this down Take a little note To remind you in case you didn't know Tell yourself I love you and I don't want you to go Write this down The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, it's time to go up to Ottawa and a man out on a frozen lake to give us the news from Ireland. A very good morning to you, Desmond. <laughs> Thank you very much for that, Mark and Ken, and good morning, folks. Desmond Roy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. This week, the European Commission finally said what many had been thinking, but no one wanted to say. A no-deal Brexit could mean the return of a hard border between the Republic of Ireland and the six counties. The Irish Independent reported on Tuesday that the European Commission's chief spokesman told a press conference that despite both the Irish and British governments saying that there would be no hard border on the island of Ireland, Margaritis Shinnis said that, quote, if you'd like to push me and speculate on what might happen in a no-deal scenario in Ireland, I think it's pretty obvious you will have a hard border. He added that though the EU would continue to stand by the Good Friday Agreement, regardless of what happened. Meanwhile, on the last day of the World Economic Summit in Davos, Switzerland, Tisha Leo Radkar raised the prospect of soldiers returning to the border. A hard border, quote, would involve customs posts, it would involve people in uniform, and it may involve the need, for example, for cameras, physical infrastructure, possibly a police presence or army presence to back it up, he said. 
A government spokesman later clarified that Varadkar had been given a, given a description of what the border, quote, used to look like and what the risk of what it could look like in the worst-case scenario. The government last night has since denied that it has any plans for the army to patrol the border if there is a no-deal Brexit. The Irish Times reports that sources have said that Bradcar is frustrated at the British. Bradcar's comments have been criticised, including by Fianna Foyle leader Michal Martin, who tweeted that the comments were, quote, contradicting everything that we've been told. In a related security story, it was a week of mayhem on the streets of Derry City this week, which ended with a peace rally at the Peace Garden on Friday, attended by hundreds, including trade unionists and politicians from both nationalist and unionist parties, who reiterated the North's commitment that there was no going back to the troubles. The violence started on Saturday night when a bomb went off in front of the city's courthouse on Bishop Street. The bombing narrowly missed killing a group of youngsters out on the town who had just walked by moments earlier, according to the Irish Independent. The car used used had been a hijacked pizza delivery car. Four men have been arrested in connection with that explosion, but they have all been released unconditionally. They were aged 42, 34, and two aged 21, and were arrested on Sunday. A 50-year-old man arrested on Monday remains in custody. Also on Monday, security alerts were issued across the city. The day ended with a control explosion on a hijacked delivery van on the circular road. Earlier in the day, there had been two other vehicles hijacked in the city. A white Ford Transit van was stolen by three masked men who threw an object into the back of the vehicle before abandoning it. Bomb disposal experts carried out a controlled explosion there too. A Royal Mail van was also hijacked by four masked men, according to RTE News, one of whom was reportedly armed with a gun. Two people were ordered to drive the van to the Lone Moor Road near Brandywell Stadium and leave it there. A group calling itself the new IRA, an amalgamation of dissident Republican groups in Derry, is believed to be behind the violence and spate of riots in the Bauxite area this past summer, according to the Press Association. In entertainment news now, it was a good day for the Irish community in Hollywood on Tuesday. This movie, The Favourite, which is an Irish co-production, co-produced by Dublin company Element Pictures, tied with the Mexican drama Roma for the most nominations at 10 each. Irish cinematographer Robbie Ryan has been nominated for his work on The Favourite. The Cartoon Saloon in County Kilkenny was nominated in the Best Animated Short category for the movie Late Afternoon, while Irish filmmaker Vincent Lamb is amongst the nominees for Best Live Action Short for his controversial film Detainment, which is based on police transcripts from the James Bulger case. In our local News Matters segment this week, we head east on the island to the province of Leinster. Family and friends of teacher Regina Duffy are rallying around her to raise money to pay for possibly life-saving medical treatment in the United States. The Kildare Nationalist reports that Duffy, 38, used to teach languages at Pipersville College in Nace for nine years, but now needs €370,000 to pay for travel and treatment in New York as she fights a rare form of brain cancer. She has already beaten cancer twice, breast cancer in 2011 and a brain tumour in 2014. This latest diagnosis came just before Christmas. News made more devastating that she had just gotten married this past March. If you wish to donate, her sister has set up a GoFundMe page online. In Port Leash, it turns out that while some may go against the grain, some people just go the wrong way. The Leash Nationalist reports that while there is a one-way traffic system at Holy Family School, some insist on forging, if not their own path, then their own direction, namely the wrong one. In one incident, a jeep with a trailer attached reversed the wrong way up the road, causing disruption. It's crazy what's going on there, said Councillor Noel Tuhi, 
when asking for more clear markings of the one-way system for traffic coming off of a nearby roundabout. Well, Noel, we have another crazy car story from Leash for you. Councillor Pauline Madigan would like to see a control barrier set up in Port Leash to prevent late-night rows at the taxi rank in Market Square, also known as Top Square. She charged that there was some anti-social activity going on at late, late at night, with people coming out of clubs, having had a drink or two, and jumping the queue, leading to fights. However, encountering opposition to the barrier, Madigan was at pains to point out, quote, it's not like I'm talking about Trump here and building a wall that people can't get over. It's about barriers. Another transport story now, but this one on the waters. The Irish Times reports that following a €300,000 restoration project, a new 18-passenger ferry will begin plying the waters of the River Liffey on February 11th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday to Friday, starting from the Three Arena on the north side to Sir Roger, to, sorry, to Sir John Rogerson's Quay on the south side to MV Kill Iron on the North Wall Quay and back. Each leg will cost you about two euros. The Liffey Ferry Service had originally run from 1665 to 1984. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Travelling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies, Aer Lingus. Why not check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Keolagus Crack. So, until next week, folks, Slán go foil. Second year around now, all across our little island, we gave all our sweat and toil, and still the crops they have all rotted in the soil. And all along the western seaboard, they await with open hands for something to feed their children or a ship to foreign lands. But there's nothing here to give them except for chicken feet and sand, while Britannia rules the roost with iron hands. Lord, what can we do now? Oh, good Lord, what can we do when we need to feed so many and there's not even for the few? Lord, what can we do now? Lord, what can we do? They are starving, they are freezing, and their clothes of all worn. Father, your people need you more 
Well, for now, it's such a desperate situation that the nation's in. Somehow, I can't see many pulling through. Because even if we had the fruit to feed them, many have disease. Lord, I hope you hear our pleas. They are scattered by the roadside, in the towns and in the fields. And there's not even food to work for, never mind beg, lend, or steal. And if we go by the predictions, with starvation and eviction, some two million will be dead before we're through. Still all along the western seaboard, they'll wait with open hands for something to feed their children or a ship to foreign lands. But there's nothing here to give them except for chicken feed and sand, while Britannia rules the roof with iron hands. Lord, what can we do now? Oh, good Lord, what can we do when we need to feed so many and there's not even for the few? Lord, what can we do now? Lord, what can we do? They are starving, they are freezing, and their clothes have all worn When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 The Queen way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Yes, and uh, Michael wanted to make sure that we let everybody know that they would be showing the Six Nations. All the Six Nations uh, rugby will be on down at the Galway Arms. Get down there. Actually, get down there for the soccer 
there'll be a bit of old uh, football going on, but get down there for the Six Nations. Indeed, indeed. Ireland versus England next week. Should be a cracker. Will that be on now when we're in the studio? or will uh, we It's noon, 12.15 start, I think. Uh, we'll so. miss a little we'll bit to, of it. Yeah, All right, it'll be grand. Now, we were doing so much talk about the sport this yeah. morning that we forgot to mention who's coming on the show. Oh. And on the show, on the line, we're delighted to have author of A Wicklow Girl, Brian O'Dowd. Uh, a man from Dublin and living here in Toronto. A very good morning to you, Brian. Hi, Mark. Hi, Ken. How's things? Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're very welcome. Delighted to have you, you on. Thanks for sending us out the book. It was uh, a great read. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you, you asked me how things, but it, you know, it's uh, winter, winter in Ontario in January. You know, so how, how good could it be? Ah, I, know. I know. Sure, didn't yeah. we choose this as the destination? This is our spot, right? Who is the girl on the picture of of on the front of the book? Uh, she's pretty, right? Oh, she's <laughs> the a quint- lovely one. quintessentially Irish. Yes. But, uh, where did you get that out of? Or do you know her? No, do you have I, her number? No, no, unfortunately, I don't. No. <laughs> Congratulations! Was, uh, Congratulations on the book. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thanks a lot. So when did you uh, when did you, did you kick off the the writing on that one? Now, when did that all start? Well. You know, it started about 10 years ago, and, you know, just one evening I put down 15 pages just, just straight out. It was like it was channeling something. <laughs> and then I spent 10 years, you know, writing it, polishing it up. So Yeah. Can I say, can I say that, you know, the story is um, a return of the emigrant story, okay? Yeah. And, you know, inside of us all, because we're all emigrants, we all have our own story as to why we left. Yeah. And going home is what we can all imagine sometimes. And, yeah. and that's, that's the content of the book, the going home. Indeed. Indeed. And I, I, I just want to say one other thing that, uh, you know, the book was selling last year in England, and it sold quite well. Yeah. But it was completely ignored in Ireland, you know. Yeah. And I think the reason is because they have no immigrant experience, you know. Yeah, Whereas it's very if true. You're, if you're like us and we're... We don't live over there. You you can relate to what the content of the book. I mean, any you know, it's good for anybody. Yeah, well, it but is, it, yeah. It, if you want me to, if you want me to just say something about the, the what people have said about the uh, and describe the book, I have a few I have a few quotations here. If I could, if That'd you be want great. me to fire ahead, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I got. I must say, I got a really good one from John Flood at the Irish Society um, at, in Prince Edward Island. And I put these on the, the book website, which is uh, dot com. You can read all the good reviews. I, I didn't put the bad ones on there, but just the good ones. Surely there's none of them, is there? <laughs> <laughs> well, you always get the, you know, the crazy people. But, um, but, but anyway, just a, just a, I, just, I just cherry-picked some of the, the sayings from the various reviewers. One of them said it was a roller coaster ride from New Orleans to the wet village of hope. Another person said it was a blistering study of a society. Wow. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't want to make out. It's, it's supposed to be an entertaining book. Somebody else said the main character is a nightmare. You, you want to shout at him? Um, I've had things like, uh, the, well, it describes something about the trauma of going back. It's also a book about the redemption of a lost love. Because I, I had some um, girlfriends from Wicklow, so I, you know it's a fiction. So I don't want to I don't want to say that it's about anybody in particular. And and finally, somebody said it's the adventures of a rogue, which is 
which is probably true. You know, yeah. so it's all there. So I was kind of wondering that, all right, when I was reading it, you know, I'm, I was wondering now, is there is there some small truths in there at all, Brian? Like, where are you drawn on this to, to write a book like this? <laughs> well, 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 you know, I, okay, if, if I can just give you a quick uh, bio of myself. Yeah, so absolutely. I, you know, I, I, I left Ireland in 23, at the age of 23. Oh, okay, so you're man. Be I thought it was 19, 1923 you were talking <laughs> about there. You're a great age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I left at 23, and um, so I was living in London for five years, and then one day my father called me from Dublin, and we were on the phone, and he said to me, you know, I, I can hear your English accent. So mm. th- this, this was a traumatic effect on me. So I left England about two or three months later, and I ended up in um, Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, the hokey. And I got married, I got married there. Um, I had three kids. Um, and then we came up to Canada. I spent a couple of years in, in North Carolina and then went back to Canada. And I'm at the University of Toronto for, for many years. I'll just say one thing that is a little bit sad, but I dedicated the book to uh, my son, Paul, who passed away about eight years ago. Oh, sorry to hear yeah. that. Yeah, um, he was 23. But we have a bench in Sylvan Park in Scarborough, which is overlooking the lake. It's a very well, it's a beautiful spot, the Sylvan Park. A lot of people don't know about it, yeah. but there's there's a commemorative bench there with his name on it, and I, I just say if I, if I see anybody sitting on that bench during the summer and they have my book, I'll sign the book. Okay. Ah, <laughs> there you go. Very yeah. good. Yeah. So, Whereabouts in Scarborough is that now? Down on the bluffs, uh, obviously, right? It's in Dillwood. Okay. All right. It's, it, there's a there's a Sylvan Park Road, but it but it it's an absolutely beautiful spot, and it, it's really not known by a lot of people because. Um, you know, you can go down there in the summer and you'd find very few people. But, it, but, you, but you have the, be- the, the best view, I think, in Toronto of Lake Ontario. Yeah. And you can see right up to Oshawa and, yeah, yeah. and beyond, you know. Yeah, no, I have a, I have a friend who, who, uh, who plays a bit of golf down at the, uh, the Hunt Club there. And, and oh, the, yeah. the, the view is absolutely spectacular mm-hmm. there, both, both ways. You're absolutely right. It's fabulous. It's stunning. Yeah. Stunning, yeah. yeah. Good man. Wow. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. a that's that's an eclectic uh, uh, t- Trinidad and Tobago, North Carolina, London, Toronto, and uh, of course uh, Ireland. Uh, that's that's eclectic for sure. Well, you know, I, I but but despite all that, I would say that I think that Dublin is one of the great cities in the world, and I, I've yeah. seen I've been in Australia and Japan all over the place, but yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen a city like Dublin. I mean. Just based, just the, ge- the the geography alone, you know, with Dublin mm-hmm. Bay, with Hose Head, and you got Bray, and you have this wonderful city that's not that that you know it's a pedestrian city. You can walk around and yeah, it's yeah. fabulous place, and then you ha- of course you have Wicklow, which is unbelievable, like yeah. with Glendalough, and and then you have all the beaches, you know. Yeah. Like I was there during the summer, and I took you know the. the the, the dart is, is terrific, you know. You could yeah. that that trip on the dart from Tara Street to to Bray and Greystones is just fabulous with the Lovely. view of the sea and all that. Yeah. You know? you've clearly never been to Sligo. I was in Sligo uh, this summer. I was in Sligo, and <laughs> and actually, I have I have friend I have an I have an aunt there who's ninety six years old, and she's oh. she's as she's as sharp as a tack, and. 
Uh, we all are there. down in Sligo. We all are, Brian, down Born in, in 1923, maybe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, but, but the thing about um, being, that, being in Sligo that time, my sister works in the museum, the Folklore Museum, and we went down there, and there was a traveller exhibition on, and um, the President of Ireland, um, President Higgins, he was giving a speech, and then when he came down, um, he passed right by and he shook our, all, all our hands oh, and lovely. we had some nice pictures. So. Oh, nice, nice. wonderful. Sligo even f- gets a mention in the book. I love Sligo. Yeah, it's great. It's <laughs> deadly. It's a great place altogether. Everyone should go there, no doubt. Yes. Well, but I mean, you know, there's lots of... There's, the, the problem is with Sligo, there's lots of competition because there's so many terrific... Like I have a brother in Kerry, you know, and he, he'll say Kerry is the best place. And I have a sister in Mayo. You know, I have a big family over there, so... Oh, no. Ah, brilliant. Good stuff. It, well, yeah. the book is very descriptive, too. There's some great one-liners in it, and, and the banter is good as well when it comes to, you know, some yeah. of the pub scenes. So. And the nun. <laughs> <laughs> Life will never be the same again. No. I, hope, I, hope I hope I don't get struck down or anything. No, I I won't, I we won't even talk about it. Read the book, though. You have to read Everyone should read this book, and we are talking to Brian O'Dowd, author of Wicklow Girl, and uh, folks, get out there. Where can they? Where can get they get a it's copy on, of it? it? It's on Amazon. It's on Chapters. It's on Kobo. It's on all the formats, like yeah. you know, uh, paperback, hardcover, Kobo, Kindle, all of that. All know? right, uh, and that's it's pri- it, honestly, it's priced as 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 competitively as possible. Really, mm. you know. Very good, good man. So, yeah. listen, you even mentioned the uh, the uh, show bands in the book, yes. and then you, you've you've requested a song here, Eileen Reed and yes. the Cadets, and we're going to play that for you. But uh, yeah. tell me a little bit about your your interest in the show bands. Well, I, you know, my father had a uh, caravan down in Corta, Cortown for many summers, oh. and so and so the, the whole lot of us, you know, I have four sisters and and a brother, and um, we all we all used to go to the Tara Ballroom, so. You know, even even during the week, they had live uh, show bands. You know, this is when they were in their prime. You know, the, the late sixties. So I I saw them all. You know, I saw uh, Brendan Boyer, uh, Dickie Rock. You know, Butch Moore. The whole Joe lot Dolan. of them. Joe Dolan. I saw. I saw, I love Joe Dolan. Oh, I, I do too. Co- I love the country music, but the show the show bands were terrific because, you know, they played the cover versions. They played like the Beach Boys. And they played Satisfaction and all these great hits. Yeah. Whereas when you went to the clubs up in Dublin, the, all those hippie bands, they, uh, they were writing their own music. And when you, you, you wouldn't know what to do with the, because you never heard this stuff before. But yeah. with the show bands, it was, it was stuff that you were hearing from Radio Caroline, you know, or Radio oh, Luxembourg. Yeah. So it, it was great to be able to dance to that music at the time. Good Fantastic. Stuff. <laughs> well, we're going to play Eileen Reid for you here anyway. Yes. And that, Brian. That, 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 that's kind of a, a happy, upbeat song, you know. Lovely. Brilliant. Well, thanks a million for joining us on yeah, the show. Very good. And um, we hope everyone will run out and get a copy yeah, of a Wicklow Girl. Thanks, thanks a lot. It's, it's, and, and you have a great show. I, I, I listen to it. So it's oh, great. good. Good man. Good man, Brian. Thanks a million. <coughs> thanks a lot. Have thanks a great one. Much. All the All best. Right. Stay warm. Thank you. Bye.
you go. Are you teasing me? That's what I often ask you, Michael. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. I, um, I wanted to give a mention there. I played a song a little bit uh, before we uh, got into all the interviews and stuff like that. Uh, Declan O'Rourke along the western, uh, along the western seaboard, and uh, he has uh, an album there about the famine. Yeah. And um, I'm going out tonight. I'm going to a film. I don't know if you've seen this or not. I know it got great reviews in the past. I think it might have been at the uh, TIFF, but it's yeah. Black 47. Oh. Yeah. Going to see about that. The, fam- uh, the famine. And believe it or not, Milton Film Festival is on this weekend and they are showing it. So I am, if anybody is uh, looking for something to do tonight. No. Milton Film Festival. I know there are some tickets left and uh, it looks like an amazing. Uh, production film so I'm going to see it tonight yeah so good I'm man. give that a, man. a mention and uh, all this week there in Ireland I tell you what if you're into the music Tradfest is on up at Temple Bar area all around Dublin and there's some amazing acts going on and even if you go to the Tradfest website mm. uh, there's a great rendition of Raglan Road by oh, a bunch of uh, really? Irish artists yeah um, the Young Folk the Lost Boys Ray uh, Lindisfarne the Fury Stockton's Wing Paddy Casey the Kilkenny's Kathy Davy, Andy game. Irving wow and uh, a great young uh, artist there called Loa uh, is fantastic she's wow. she was born between Mullingar and Sierra Leone and wow uh, we'll have That's to play some gap. of her music somewhere in there yeah yeah she's raised and, and she's very Irish yeah. but uh uh, really great artist, so oh, you might want to check out some of that. So brilliant, go. brilliant. Um, uh, go on, yeah. Rugby, uh, just a bit of an update here. Um, Munster are playing the Dragons. Where are the Dragons from? Newport Dragons. Newport Wales. Dragons, Wales. Yeah. Anyway, they're up eight seven now. They got a oh, try good. and it's unconverted. So um, they were losing seven three and they've just got over the line now. So it's eight seven. Tight affair there now. Very good, very yeah. good. Um, Have we another caller, Kenny? We might. There's yeah. a, there could be, it could be a caller. Okay. Right. Geraldine Brown is supposed to call in on hey. her lunch break. So we'll see. Soon to be Next crowned. Next couple of minutes. Huh? Yeah. Crowned, I suppose, but hasn't got the crown on the head yet. Sashed, isn't That's it? Right. It's the yes. sash. It's she sash, gets. yeah. Yeah. So she might be calling in here in a couple of minutes, so we'll, uh, we'll get Geraldine on if she does get that Brilliant. break. Brilliant, uh, yeah. In the meantime, we'll go on with a wee bit of music here. This is a fellow who's played to a sold-out gig here in Toronto, Dermot Kennedy. He's fierce popular, this fella. And I was even down in the when I was traveling through the U.S. there. Um, I could hear him on the radio. I said, "Guy, that, that fella's Irish, Dermot Kennedy. Do you know, like two years ago, this kid was busking on the streets of Dublin and Glenn Hansard spotted him. Oh. And uh, now he's released uh, a couple of albums. So this is his latest one anyway. Okay. Power over wow. me. Check this out. <laughs> be king in your story I want to know who you are I want your heart to be for me oh I want you to sing to me softly cause then I'm out running the dark that's all that love ever taught me oh I call and I'll rush out all out of breath now you got that power over me That power over me. You got that power over me. 
Remember the lake in the moonlight Remember you shivered and shone I'll never forget what you looked like on that night But I know that time is gonna take me I know that day's gonna come I just want the devil to hate me Oh, I call and I'll rush out All out of breath now You got that power over me knows you well that lesson of love all that it was I need you to see you got that power over me my mind everything I hold dear resides in those eyes you got that power over me my mind the only one I know the only one on my mind you got that power over Now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavourful lager, from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. Available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. All right, here we go with the uh, calendar for this week. And Just Socks Foundation, uh, they've launched their fifth annual um, um, emergency sock drive, and that runs until February the 15th. So, folks, please get on there to justsocks.ca. They've donated over 80,000 pairs of socks during the 2018 campaign, and a $30 donation will buy 30 pairs of socks for those in need. Don't forget that the dancing is all back. You can check out our websites Tuesdays, Mondays. Um, it's all going on down there. And uh, the Cavan Monaghan uh, Buffet is taking place at Quinn Steakhouse tomorrow at 11 a.m. The price is $30, and you can contact Mary Kelly. And her email address is kellyera32 at simpatico.ca. The Toronto Roses 5K Walk or Run uh, is happening, and that is... Uh, that's also coming up, and it's on, um, where is that taking place? Down there, you can go to, Mark, where is it? Oh, Jack Layton Ferry. Yes, yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Very good. Get down there. 
and <coughs> uh, it starts at 10 a.m. and uh, you can register up there. The entry fee is $15. Go to eventbrite.com to register there. On Saturday, February the 2nd, uh, from 7.30 onwards, Kyoltus is organising a fundraising Cayley at the Dawes Road Legion, and that is down there at Dawes Road and Danforth, east of Main Street and south of the Danforth. And that's taking place in the name of Eileen Scotty McLaren and Happy Moreau, and it's to raise funds for palliative care. Donations at the door are a minimum of $10. And uh, the dances there will be called by Maureen Mulvey O'Leary, and you can give Maureen a call for information, 416-446-6993. The Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce in Toronto are hosting their Women's Whiskey Tasting and Network, and that's taking place on the 5th of February. Join them for a winter warmer with Invest Northern Ireland, and you'll have uh, some wines and whiskies, and that is taking place down at Dora Kyo's Irish Pub, and that is on the Danforth. And, of course, that is just across from the Broadway Broadview TTC stop and it's uh, $30 there. The Toronto Irish players are back at it folks and they are doing a performance of The Land Grabber, a drama of the land war in Ireland. It's directed by Christine Chan and produced by our own Geraldine Brown and uh, Maureen Lukey and it's of course on down there at the Alumni Theatre, 70 Berkeley Street and it all starts on February the uh, the 14th, and it will run right through the, to March the 2nd. And there's a whole bunch of show times going on, so you want to check out our website for all of that. Regular tickets are uh, $25. Seniors and students are $23. Saturday, the uh, 16th um, of February, is also one of their, uh, their big nights there. All right, on uh, February the 16th, there's an open-door Cayley. Everybody is welcome, beginners and advanced alike. It's taking place at the Royal Canadian Legion, 3591 Dundas Street in Toronto. Tickets are $15, and you can contact Geraldine at 416-573-1205 or Mary, 905-330-7972. And, of course, all the uh, Cayleys now are hosting a little workshop between 7.30 and 8. The Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce AGM is taking place on the 21st of February at 6pm at P.G. O'Brien's Fireplace Lounge and that's of course at 39 Colburn Street. And the Big Mayo Pub Night is taking place on the 23rd of February at the Galway Arms. Michael Kelly will be the entertainment with lots of prizes and plenty of home baking so they hope to see everybody out there. And the IPOY luncheon honouring Geraldine Brown is taking place on the 3rd of March at the Toronto Hilton following the flag raising, of course, at City Hall. Tickets are $70 per person, $700 for a table of 10. And you can contact Angelo O'Murray at 905-277-4727 or email them at ipoytoronto at gmail.com. March 1st to 3rd is the Toronto Irish Film Festival. That's taking place at the Tiff Bell Lightbox. And on the 8th of March, it's the Ireland Fund of Canada St. Patrick's Day Luncheon. That's taking place at the Metro Toronto Convention Centre in the North Building. And that's at 255 Front Street. And there is a, uh, a price discount if you buy in before the 31st of January. So get in early, folks. St. Paddy's Day Parade, of course, is taking place on the 10th of March. You can check out their website, stpatrickstoronto.com, for all the details. And they're back. Yes, the lads, the Wolf Tones are in town. The Friends of Sinn Féin are uh, putting on this performance. It's taking place on the 16th of March at the Estonia House. And you can check out the Friends of Sinn Féin website for ticket information. 
All right, folks, that's it. Although, Mark, you have a little late edition. Yeah, I got a little note here about the uh, Irish language classes that are taking place on Saturday, February the 23rd from 9.30 to 4 p.m. And uh, that's down at the uh, it's taking place down at the um, uh, the Emerald Isle uh, Senior Society. That's at 2454 Danforth Avenue, um, just down there on uh, Danforth. And it cost is fifteen dollars or it's ten dollars for students. And you can register at uh, gailtoronto at gmail.com. That's G-A-E-L Toronto at gmail.com. And uh, again, that's Saturday, February the 23rd, Irish language classes. A uh, bit of me handouts, be coffee, tea, sweets, and a little uh, mini Eroctus at 3 o'clock when you get down there. Anyway, there you Very go. Very good. Little Irish language classes. I just wanted to give uh, a shout out to, because... Um, uh, Oliver Murray, uh, who you'd know from the Ireland Fund of Canada, I uh, just want to let people know that his uh, his mammy passed away in Dublin. Yeah. Uh, Monica is her name, and she passed away last week. So our condolences to Oliver and his family. And uh, obviously, he's, he'll be back in, in Ireland at this time. So just in case folks didn't hear about that and you want to get in touch with uh, with Oliver, you can, uh, you can do so. Um, All right. Very good. We'll play a wee bit of music here. I got a dime Give me something to work for Come rain, hail or shine Been taking it easy But I find that it's rough But no money to pay for all the usual stuff No, I ain't got a dime No, I ain't got a dime There's a time and a place And so much space to toe the line Could this Town, threw his weight around with the in crowd and he made some noise. Scared off all the good guys. Give us something to play for now that the city has lost all of its life. Could this be the measure of me and the whole of you? I want to get lost inside, hit that perfect groove before it all comes true. Now country too Won't be long till I'm loving you All over again Yeah, just like way back when Will be yours, will be mine Come rain, hail or shine
There you go. That's a fellow from Galway, Ulton Conlon, and uh, his one, The Measure. He's got a new album out as well. So loads of new music coming out of Ireland this uh, this time of year. We are the best nation in the world for producing music, it's though. It's unbelievable. Not? It's incredible, incredible. There's another nation not too bad. Uh, the Scots aren't too bad at it either. They're decent and, as uh, well. Big Robbie Burns weekend. They'll all be out eating their haggis this yeah. weekend. Won't you ever I? had it? I have, and I actually I like it. It doesn't what? sound great, but I really enjoy it. Oh. Yeah, you don't if like you, it? Uh, if you told me it wasn't haggis, I'd probably like it. Oh yeah. If you told yeah. me it was something blindfolded me. Blindfolded you, and you'd, you'd ate it. Great I'd with love the it. eggs and the you know. Really, with bacon, eggs. bacon yeah. and a whole lot thrown in there. Yeah, it's lovely. All right, in the very good. Uh, yeah, Robbie Burns, January 25th, 1759. What's he most famous for? Other than his poetry. Um, I don't know, he's like a... Erlang Was he? Yeah, he's the man who wrote that. Oh. He also wrote this song here called um, the, uh, My Love is Like a Red, Red Rose. Oh, I love it. And it's your man, John McDermott. And Brilliant. Uh, Jerry Finan wanted me to send this out to his oh, wife, Jerry. Maeve, who uh, had a birthday this past week, so... Jerry, this one is going out to me from you. So Happy you birthday, me. So good luck to all our Scottish friends out there celebrating Robbie Burns Day. And um, yeah, that's it, is it? That's it. All right. That's all she wrote. Very good. Shlan. Here's red, red rose that's newly sprung in June. Sweetly played in tune. As fair art thou, my bonny lass, so deep in love am I. And Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430 CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto.